time you've all been waiting for uh, i know i have it's uh it's the time of the week where where you get warm and fuzzy you get cold and stabby and you don't know what the hell is going on what's up what's down what's all around it's uh it's a lot if you're tuning in for the first time you're probably like what the what the heck is this if you're t- tuning in turning in for the last time you're also like what the heck is this it's your favorite podcast is this what you want with Matt and Julia, I'm Julia Ladkowitz, and I'm here with my co-host, Matt O'Brien, and oh boy, we're in a good mood. Hi everyone, I'm Matt O'Brien. Thanks so much for having me. Having yes, we're you. in a bit of a mood. It's been a bit of a week. It's been a whole week. It's been a whole week since another podcast. Some would say, it's been one week. It's been one week. Some would say, it's been one whole week. Since the last podcast. Yeah. It's been one week and that's, uh, it's been one week is not from any sort of song. I know. No, it's not from anything. No nude ladies who are actual middle-aged men have sung about it. Yeah. What a weird um, name for a band. Bare, Bare Naked, Naked ladies. ladies. Yeah. I mean, I get the bit as in you see that in a marquee and then were they trying to attract perverts to their concerts? Have Maybe. we talked about this before? This sounds very familiar. I don't know. Being like, like, what did was their sole audience perverts? Like, we're like, they're like, we only want to accidentally entertain perverts. Can you imagine, like, having a real hankering for some actual bare naked ladies? Yeah. And then walking in and seeing that. I mean, they yeah, don't sound the like way, that, but you know what I mean. I don't even know how you describe their style of music because yeah, they are scooby bop to be cornflake pop. It is cornflake <laughs> poppy. It's like rap pop rock that you find in a bag of popcorn. <laughs> it's it is. It's, it's weird. I, like uh, when you open a box of cereal and they're like, "There's a rap inside." Yeah. Oh, what does that sound? And it's also like acoustic guitar. It's like folky, and then there's a guy playing a stand-up bass. And for some it, reason, yes, if it if it feels very East Coast, yeah, they're from the East Coast, right? I don't think no, they're from Toronto. I think I'm thinking of Great Big C. That no, the bare naked ladies. I don't know why this. This welcome to the bare naked ladies pause. Welcome to the nude post. Nude, nude post. Nude, nude cost. <laughs> nude cost. Where we talk about the bare naked ladies. They started on Speaker's Corner in Toronto. Wow. They were like buskers, and then they. Because there was no YouTube back then, so that was the YouTube, this freaking Speaker's Corner, which I, w- I would watch all the time. Oh, yeah. And I definitely saw them on it, but I, at the time, I was never, you know, I wasn't a record label owner, I, so I could not sign them. But no. apparently someone uh, in power did. And I feel like in this uh, new world, the bare naked ladies would not pop off. Especially in the last few years, you can't call yourself the bare naked ladies. Oh, not even because of the name, just because of like the look, the sound, the everything. Yeah, I don't know. You know what? Their happy-go-lucky poppy cornflake uh, might be what we need right now if it was new. Yeah, but they're like these are just these average-looking whatever men. Yeah, I guess so. They every everybody looks like a sex alien these days. Everyone does look like a sex alien. Uh, everyone's got big eyes and they're transparent. I. Feel bad, kind of, because one of the bare naked ladies saw me after a show and said he liked my set. I'm not. I think they're. I think they're good, <laughs> and I think they're they're doing great. And uh, this is not me bashing them. I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying what's happening in the world right now with fucking 
TikTokers and their tits and their tots. That's right. And you know what I said to the bare naked lady guy? What? He said, you're very good at doing stand up. And I looked at him and immediately said, you're very good at being in the bare naked ladies. Ew. And then, and then he was like, was I take it. back what I said. Yeah. And then he was like, nice to meet you. And walked away. I was like, God, there's one down for old Matt O'Brien. Yep. I'll never be a bare naked lady. Speaking of everybody looking like a weird uh, sex clown or what did I say? Alien. Sex alien <laughs> or yes. sex clown. Um, so did you see I someone shared it on on one of the social media websites that I frequent. Which one do you think uh, it was? I don't know. It could have been Facebook. Could have been, uh, been Twitter. Twanker. Twanker. Was it Twanker and Facebook? Oinkstagram. Oinkstagram. <laughs> the picture oh my God. app for pigs. Oinkstagram. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. That's good. Oinkstagram. Oinkstagram okay. and, 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 and what's the thing that we have? Shark plane? Uh, fart book. Oinkstagram. What did I... Twank, twanker. I don't know what twanker would be. No, but what was the thing that we had last... Oh, vamplane. Vamplane. Okay, we got to write vamplane yes. and then we got to create oinkstagram. Thank you, Chris Bush, for drawing vamplane. Yes, Chris it's exactly Bush as I pictured it. We retweeted it. Go look. ITWYW podcast. You're not going to want to miss this. It's no. definitely what you want. Anyway, on a fart book, I think it was, someone, um, like an editor, was like, I don't know why I did this, I was bored, but they photoshopped or like rejigged um, actors of, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s with w- makeup of like what they would look like today with today's makeup and contouring and hairstyles. I see. And it's alarming. Yep. And it's all of their like character and charm of like, you know, it was um, Audrey Hepburn and Marilyn Monroe, like all the classics. Sophia Loren. And they all look the fucking same now, the way she did it. But I'm like, I have seen these women. Like the the way they look now, I'm like, that is so many girls on Instagram or whatever. It's like everybody's getting the same filler, the same lips, doing the same contouring. And not everybody, by the way, but just like that that classic, like the new hot girl. Yeah, it's like when you go into an old, uh, like a like a first choice haircutters, and you point to a picture on the wall, and you're like, "Give me that haircut. I want to look like that." It's like that's what you do when you go into a plastic surgeon. You're like, "Just give me, let me look like this." Yeah, person. I don't know what it is, but every and it's yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah, they look pretty. Sure, they look pretty, but I'm like, they they all look the fucking same, and it was very unnerving. Quite unnerving. So you know, keep like, and it's not that I'm against plastic surgery or against makeup, but like. Keep what makes you you, man. Yeah, if you got a birthmark on your face that looks like a swastika, Listen, keep get it rid there. Of that. <laughs> Do not move it. Own it, girl. Yeah. Walk around with Toss that swasty bronzer on it. Highlight the tips. Yeah, put little uh, accents on it. Glitter it. Put some it. false lashes on that mole. What if you had a gl- uh, like a glitter swasty on your face, and then you walked into an audition? You're like, it's a birthmark, and I'm trying to glam it up for you. Glittering your moles ain't a bad idea. Just owning your moles. Yeah. Is that a thing? Because vajazzling was a thing. That was... But what about mole jazzling? Majazzling. Majazzling. Or just just like glitter moles. We're full of ideas today. We're very full of ideas. I'm writing down oinkstagram and mole jazzling. Is there a better name for that? What can we think about? I just like glitter mole. Glitter mole? Because... Mole... Austin Powers 3 got it Um, also a very good bit from that movie I love the mole bit when when I watched it at the time when how old would we have been Uh, 
I don't know, 13, 12, 13? I'm younger than you. 10? Just so the listener knows, two and a half years to be exact. Yeah. So you're probably like 10 or something. Really? That young? Maybe. Was this, this is the first or the second no, one? No, wait. This is the third one was Moly Moly Moly. Yeah, the third one. So it was, yeah. So that was, I was probably 16 or 17. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Anyway, yeah. I was about 13 and I remember watching it. I'm like, this is the height of comedy. Nothing will ever be funnier. This is so fucking yes funny all of the austin powers i felt that oh yeah i went to go see um what's the second one called the spy who shagged me yes what's the, what's the one with fat bastard that's the, third that's the one. second one. Oh, the, really the second one was the introduction of fat bastard and that was the one i heard about at school so much right and i remember i i literally my mom and my sister went to go see another movie so they're like do you want to go see this one with this I think it was like Twister or something. And I was like, I need to go see the second Austin Powers for research. So I get all the jokes at yeah. school. And I sat there like a scientist in the <laughs> crowd by myself with my hands folded. And I just studied the show. You just and, absorbed powers. Yeah. And then the next day at school, I, I cartwheeled into the bits just with all the other kids. I did six. Yo, I did. I was like, <laughs> I was always all fat bastard. I remember people saying fat bastard. I was like, I'm sorry. There's just a popular culture character named Fat yeah. Bastard now. I, I went to sleep and then I woke and up. Now and now Fat Bastard's all the rage. And now there's a Fat Bastard on the loose <laughs> and I have no idea what it is. I will say, even at the time, I was like, it's a bit much. He's a bit gross. Like when he shits and he's like, I didn't know I had corn. I mean, that's still a funny bit. RuPaul uses that bit. He does. Yeah. Can we talk about RuPaul for one second? And we I feel like talk I talk about it all the time. Seconds. Ross Matthews. Yep. Uh, a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yeah. Is so fucking funny. The funniest man on the planet. I want to read his book now. He has a book? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes, he has a book. He has a book. Also, I want, because I want to know his story. Like, yeah. F- considering I like Ross Matthews so much, I have done zero research about this man. I mean, I follow him on Twitter. He follows me back. No big deal. Um, <laughs> but, like, I wonder what. Because he must have started as like a stand-up or something. I have no idea. And I would also be very curious to see. And I also like this because there is frequently during the day where we will watch something. We'll be like, oh, my God, that that's brilliant. This show is brilliant. That person is brilliant. And then you do no research on that person. Yeah. I have started doing that with drag queens because like if I'm like, I'm like, oh, my God, Shea Coulee is my favorite drag queen. And I'll be like, at least I could do is follow them on Twitter yeah. or Instagram or something like that and support in some kind of way because that's what I would want for me. For sure. But now my feed is only drag queens. Mine as well. And I get spoilers all the time. That's the problem. I think for like the current season, I need to like mute or unfollow for now because I yeah. keep getting, I keep seeing spoilers. I almost uh, ripped my laptop in half like a grilled cheese because I, because uh, Lawrence Cheney posted something about drag, drag race UK. Uh, That's I why I like I'm not looking at my phone I right now. I didn't see it, but we're going to watch it after this. <laughs> um, wow, we've been yapping a lot, and when we should be chapping. Yes, we should be. Uh, what are we chapping this fine, chappy hour? Shake that yuppie, chappy girl. Shake that yuppie, chappy. Is that a new... Um, the do we have a chappy hour theme song? Shake the yuppie, chappy. Shake, shake that yuppie, chappy. Drink that chappy, happy. Shake that yuppie, chappy. Drink y- that yuppie... Happy Chappy. The Happy Chappy. Shake that Yuppie Chappy. Drink yes. that Happy Chappy. For new listeners, this is the hour <laughs> which we drink uh, a dedicated to the movie Chappie, which is uh, one of the worst movies ever made and also tied for roast, r- most r- worst robot ever made. 
I'd say. So He's a bad it's, bot. It's got it's got bad bot, bad movie, uh, and we drink to it every single yes. podcast. And what are we drinking this fine? Well, hour? tonight we are ce soir. This uh, evening it's five nineteen currently. We are chapping a delicious red wine. Uh, it's called Mysterio. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon from. They won't tell you. Mendoza, Argentina. And because I was researching today, um, here's the thing: I'm not going to give up drinking wine. Okay. We've taken up. We've taken little breaks here and there from the drinking. Red wine specifically Uh is nice. It's very and I like it. Um, But I was looking up lower sugar. Red wines. Indeed. Or is it going to be drinking all the red wine? I don't want to be consuming all the sugar. Yeah. So this one, it, it, it has four grams of uh, sugar per liter, which is actually quite low. It's a, it's extra dry, the sweetness descriptor. Yes. But it is uh, full-bodied and smooth. So it doesn't have those, those like, it's not, I guess it's, is it tannins that makes you go... I think the, yes, or the, the tannins, acidity. I've I've researched this many times and I forget all the time. It's like the tannins are at the stick to your top of your mouth or your tongue or some. They're sticking around. I have read so many books about wine and it does not stick in my dumb head. I know I don't. And also we've been to wineries and literally people that have devoted their lives to wine have screamed stats in our face and yeah. we've just been like, I like that's, the taste. That's the thing. I, I'm like, I like the taste, and then I read so much about it and I listen so much about it and it. it <laughs> Yeah. Uh, maybe all maybe all the wine that I'm having is pushing out all the knowledge. Anyway. I think we have to start base level being like, I like the taste. What is it I like about this well, taste? Well, let's do it right now. Okay, let's. Okay, so we're, let's we're smelling it. We're smelling it. it. The mm. smell is good. It's fruity but not overpowering. And it's this is uh, what we do about every single one. We're like, it smells like currants, mm-hmm. berries, berries. I can't do um, things that it smells like. I don't. I'm not. I don't think I'm there yet. I got to go base base. I got to go like, what do I actually like mm. about this? It is full bodied and smooth. It's. I find it a bit fruity. My first taste was hyper hyperspace fruit. Hyperspace fruit. I I tasted like a bundle of fruit, like a sock full of jam, mm. but like a like a, a clean sock. I get sock full of jam. Yeah. I get sock full of jam with like a little bit of zip. It's got a zip. It's got a zop. No flop. No flop. No. It's funny how much I use the word zip when yes. trying to describe wine. I remember being in Temecula, which we'll get to later. Wow. Um, I remember being in Temecula. We had, oh, I, I think it was maybe our third trip there. And the woman's like, well, what do you like? What kind of wines do you like? I'm like, ah, I'm like, what do you got with the, what's something with like a little bit of, a little bit of zip? And she's like, zip. I'm like, yeah, I think that's a good descriptor. Yeah. You want something that's a little bit peppy, a little bit... Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how you're like, if someone's like, what do you mean zip? Like, I guess dryness, but not annoying. Yeah, (laughs) I want like a hint of like, I I do like a dry wine, but you know what? If the occasion calls for it, I don't mind a sweet wine. And one last thing I will say about wine is, and this is why, this is why some people don't like these blind taste tests or whatever, or when you have a taste and then people rate wine, because some wine in the first or second sip, if you're just having a couple sips, you're like, wow. So that's why these like big, bold reds will often win all these fucking prizes. But it's like you would never want to drink that two bold. glasses of that. Yeah. Like maybe. Yeah. So maybe your first thing, it, it overwhelms your tongue and you're like, holy shit, this is making me feel. But like how. How does it 
pair with what you're eating and like as you continue to drink it. That's right. I almost got that from this. I was I my first taste was like, I don't even know if I could drink this to be honest. Really? For some reason it was overpowered. Maybe because I've been drinking less lately. Yes. And the reasons behind that I'm gonna get to shortly. Um but at first I found it quite overwhelming with flavor. But again, there's so many things that come into the equation that could be a million different things. And it's like so. what you last ate. Um, when you, I feel like you had gum today. I did have gum. I was at a mall. Yeah. there was, <laughs> the, Which was weird. Yeah, being at a mall is weird. There was people there and I hated it. Malls are open now in Ottawa where we are. Yeah. I mean, open, but like, you know, the stores are few, like few, capaci- few capacity. At few capacity. At few capacity. Yep. And by the way, we, we were just going to the mall to hang out. No. Uh, Matt ordered some shoes online. He just had to pick them up. Yeah, I got a pair of runners because uh, they're my California runners because Canadian California runners uh, because Canada Canada's winter has ruined my shoes because I I ran I ran jogged in Canada Canadian winter yes also I always think those running shoes were a bit ill fitting because you kind of busted out of them I busted out of them and I've I've run over like twelve hundred kilometers in them so that's too much that's a lot I'm supposed to run eight hundred kilometers and then get a new pair and I went no. No, 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 no. Kept going. Um, either way, the wine's good. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> the mall bad. Shoe nice. Me good. Me good? Um, Should we do? Is it too early for warm and fuzzy? Yes. I w- Well, here's the thing, because I was going to advertise this episode as talking about the behind the scenes of what happened this week from both our perspectives. Yeah. Um, because it has been a giant week mainly because of one event which yes but can that yeah i feel like here say it and then i feel like a warm and fuzzy can be made of it almost okay yes let's introduce (laughs) what happened and then find the warm and fuzzies and the cold and stabbies from it yes can you tell how much effort we put into planning this podcast every week yes <laughs> i make well a, i make a chart uh <laughs> i thought about it yesterday because i'm like obviously i actually thought about it after it happened like the morning after i was like at least now i have something juicy to talk about on the podcast I know. you know is that why you did it that's the only reason i did it here's what happened so i posted about it on twitter and some i think only on twitter and instagram but here's what happened. So last Friday night, you and your parents treated yourselves to lobster. Yes. Is that something It you was can on do? sale at Loblaws. That's right. It goes on sale at Loblaws. Nice price. Very good. I've given up on lobster because I'm like, doesn't agree with me. Not crazy about the taste. A lot of effort to get the meat out. Yes. <laughs> so you're like, I'll get you a nice steak. Yeah, I made I made Matt a nice steak dinner, nice little baked potato. Oh, I made a kale Caesar salad. Gorgeous. Ooh, it was, it good. was so fucking good. So we sat down for this beautiful dinner and had a couple bites of the kale. I even told you. I remember telling him like this is amazing. It yeah. had little bits of bacon in it. The pota- baked potato was cut in half, baked, and then it had a crispiness on top mm-hmm. of it, and it had a little little sour cream. Was it sour cream or was it? It was sour cream. It was sour cream. And it was just so nice. And I was taking bites. I was so hungry. I remember that day. I was like, I did not eat much. I was like, I'm so fucking hungry. This is how hungry I was. Eating the steak. I'm like, taking big bites. And I'm like, mm-hmm. really getting it in me. Second, It was my second bite of steak. I feel it go down my esophagus. 
And I'm like, I don't know if that went the whole way. I feel a pressure in the middle of my chest. And I'm like, I better. I remember you looked over and you're like, are you okay? And then I was about to be like, I'm fine. What are you, crazy? Yeah. I'm fine. I, I'm just going to get a glass of water. Go get a glass of water because I'm like, I might need to push whatever's down in my esophagus. And the second I take a huge gulp, it comes right back up. My esophagus rejects it. And I like basically puke all over your parents' sink. Yeah. you. you all I saw was <laughs> we're just eating, having a lovely time. Num, num, num. I just look over. You, lo- you looked a bit off, like a bit concerned. Yeah. And you're like, no, everything's fine. You go to the kitchen, take a big gulp of water. And then all I hear is... Yeah, it was and then like, I'm like, <gasps> it was like, <gasps> and then you're like, oh my god, oh my god. I'm like, <gasps> and then so I run into the kitchen, I shut the door, and I'm like, are you okay? And you're like, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. And then you take another sip of water, and then it happens again. And I'm like, Hit. yeah. And also, what what came up was <laughs> kale, red wine, bits of potato. So it looked like I ate a human brain. I remember seeing and a bit I, of it, and I went, <sighs> it was disgusting. And I was like, go downstairs to the basement, and then I yeah. like clean the sink immediately with like so much disinfectant i was like anyway continue it was a feeling i've never (laughs) felt before but i will say this to lead in um sometimes throughout my life and you have you've seen me do this i have eaten and if i'm really hungry or i feel like if my i always thought i'm like if my throat's dry something will get caught midway and a gulp of water will just push it the rest of the way down yeah and that's happened multiple times throughout my life didn't even think about it and by the way uh at this point which was so concerning and confusing for us is like matt could breathe he could breathe breathe perfectly perfectly. yeah which is the craziest feeling to have one tube blocked and the other working just fine you could breathe but you could not like swallow yeah could not swallow even spit at that point saliva was coming back up so i'm downstairs in the basement and i'm like okay i just gotta puke this up and then get on with my life i was like after I, I tried puking once, I was like, almost there, and then I can get back to eating this steak. Yeah. I actually thought about that. <laughs> I was like, I can't wait to eat that potato again. I and, thought, and I thought it was that way too. So I'm downstairs with Matt, and then and I'm I'm googling it. Yeah. And I'm. It's hard to get, you know, straight answers from the fucking internet. But everybody's like, ah, if he's if he's breathing, it's fine. And then the more I was finding was, uh, it's called like steakhouse syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> And it's yes. always it's always men uh, between uh, thirty five and seventy, which I'm uh, right on the. And it's always cusp men, yes. always men, of and course. it's always steak. It's always big Wall Street bankers, just like myself, yeah, chiefing on big cigars, making big <laughs> deals. And um, yeah, and then so finally, I I got a bit of uh, information that was like, have a can of Coke. Yeah, some Coke. So I was like. I was really panicking. I, I so feel like I. I feel like I kept it together. <laughs> you did, yes. Um, but then I asked my dad. I'm like, do we have any coke? But we're not like a pop drinking family. Yeah. Because we're asking the neighbors. My dad ends up going to the corner store. I, my sister. I call my sister. She brings. Everybody brings this man coke. The whole neighborhood was involved yeah. in getting this steak in down my esophagus. You tried a bubbly at first, was like a, which was didn't do anything. No, it was. I was it, just hoping the bubbles would do something. But apparently yeah. the coke and the coke. By the way, that's like actually doctor it's in it's in medical textbooks every single time you google it you're like you get steak caught in your esophagus drink a coke yeah um and it did nothing and like it was so blocked that i i 
would take a gulp of Coke and then I would just like tip my head back and let it sit there. But then it would start foaming in my yeah. esophagus and then I'd go, and then I'd start spewing it out in like this foamy, like I look uh. like something out of like a foam party from like an all-inclusive resort. It like people so would be gross. dancing in what I was puking out Ew. if they were drinking rum. I'm never um, going to go to a foam party again. <laughs> never go to a foam party again because it's what happened to me. So we're down there in the basement. I'm, how long were we down there for? We were probably down there for an hour and a half. And yeah. at this point, then I started. Felt like three hours. I te- <laughs> it felt like a, well, an hour and a half is a long time. And yeah. I texted my friend Carla, who works in nutrition um, and works in hospitals. I'm like, I don't know if you know anything about this. She's like, I've never encountered that. But she's like, if he can breathe, it's fine. And then she's like, wait, just to be clear, like, he can, like, swallow and, like, spit and stuff. I'm like, no, he can't. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, she's that's a like, maybe, yeah, maybe take him to the ER. But at this point, I've had a couple of glasses of wine with dinner, and, like, I also haven't driven in a year. Yeah. And I'm like, Matt, are you okay to drive? Which I was, there was a point where I'm in between pukes where I meant I was like, if I get all the saliva and shit out of my esophagus now, I can drive us, but we better be quick because it hurts like hell. I feel like literally there's someone's heel pressing in the middle of my chest and again i can talk fine i just i just seem like i'm about to like you know i don't know i just look bothered or like i'm some hoity-toity like i'm about to buy an expensive painting um (laughs) (laughs) clutching my chest (laughs) like my non-existent pearls so luckily the er was only a seven minute drive yes um so we drive there we check matt in um but it's covid times and the the waiting room's pretty busy yeah and so i'm like well i'm not gonna take up a seat so i'm like i'm gonna go i'll wait in the car and hopefully you know i'm like this isn't a big deal they'll fucking give you a little something you'll puke up the steak we'll be home in an hour yeah also waiting in a waiting room that's uh, really didn't want to go there because we're like oh my god it's covid time you're not supposed to go to the hospital unless it's which is also scary i'm like this is what's happening to me like what's happening to other people out there and they're just like i'm not going to the hospital people it's COVID who are time. having like heart attacks aren't going to the hospital exactly because they're scared and so I'm in the waiting room and I, I, I couldn't sit because I was in such pain and I felt so like so much congestion. Two things went through my head. First of all, I thought I think everyone thought I had COVID. Right. Even so though like I trouble coughing. swallowing and you're like, eh. yeah, can you taste anything? I'm like, only old steak. <laughs> and then second of all, I was like, people think that I got something caught in my ass. Like that's for sure. I was the only person standing in pain. Right. And and also the security guards like staring at me. Also like, what me is this guy coming in, checking you in, being like, I'm gonna wait in the car. They're like, What did that woman put in his ass? Yeah. <laughs> Why is she <laughs> fleeing the scene? Yeah. And then also, so I'm standing there. I got in real quick, but I was like, there's this cute little old man. I don't know why he was there. I think he was lost or something. But he kept looking at me and going, pretty cold outside, huh? Pretty cold outside, huh? And I'm just like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's real cold. cold. Real cold is clutching my chest. I mean, the the old man was right because it it was the coldest day of the year. There was a frostbite warning with the wind chill. It was minus 32. Crazy cold. The worst time to be waiting in a car for your stupid meathead husband. Oh, boy. Um, So I get in there. The first thing they do is they sit me in this little room and, and the doctor comes in and he goes, I just have to see how this, how bad this is. And he gives me this little couple cup of water. He goes, try to drink this. Drink it, immediately barf in the sink, but just the water and all my spit. And he goes, ooh, real bad. Okay. Yep. They're like, we'll give you this shot to relax your esophagus. He's like, it might make you feel sick. Just a heads up for that. So they give me the shot. I immediately puke more, just spit. And then I stand around in this room for, I think, 30 or 40 minutes to yeah. see if it works. Does not work. 
so then they're like, we'll probably have to sedate you and then push it into your stomach or pull it out oh of my your God. esophagus. One or the other, depending on how it's going. Yeah. So that's exactly what happened. So I'm texting you at this point and I'm a little loopy off the first shot. Yes. And at this point, because like they took you pretty quickly. So I was like, oh, that's great. Like this is going to go smoothly. So I was like, I'm going to wait. And um, so <laughs> so I, I asked you at one point, I was like, did they tell you any idea of how long it's going to be? And then you're like, I'm in. They might give me drugs and try to push it down. I'm like, drugs? Push it down with what? <laughs> Love you. Let me know you need me to come in. And then, oh, like, like 10 minutes later, I said, you might need to drive home they stick a camera they might stick a camera down my throat i'm like like you want me to drive home now you're like no wait they might have to sedate me i'm like yeah they kept saying they're like they're like is your wife here i'm like well yeah she's outside they're like we don't know how long this is gonna take tell her to go home and come back but i had the fucking parking ticket Matt had the parking ticket and then (laughs) i'm like i'm like okay fine i'm like just come out give me the ticket and then i'll go and you're like i can't i'm all hooked up and i can't go in because there's no fucking visitors exactly and then he's like, they gave me drugs to relax my esophagus. I don't think the drugs are working. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like Later on. Oh, my God. Well, so, so let, okay, me, let me just feed it. So I get to this next emergency room. They hook me up to all these machines or whatever. I'm riffing with the nurses. I'm getting laughs. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Uh, I'm making fun of myself. All the nurses are like, this literally happens a million times every month. Like, and I'm like, is it always dudes? They're like every single time, every single time. It's like a middle-aged man full of steak. And I'm like, I'm stupid, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, you just got to chew more. So they're like, we're going to get the gastronomicist, astronomicist. I don't even know what <laughs> Gastroencinitis. Yeah, that's Gastro- the guy gastro gastro guy yeah what mr gastro has to come in from some sort of top floor and they're like we're gonna they get this big machine out and i keep saying i'm like before you shove this thing down my throat you're going to sedate me right and they're all like oh yeah yeah don't worry about it so much that i could feel the doctor being like listen you'll get your drugs yeah (laughs) like (laughs) hook me up like did this guy shove steak in his throat just so he can get drugs um so they hook up the machine. They tell me everything that's going to happen and everything. And they're like, the drugs are going to act pretty quickly. So they give me a shot in my arm. And I'm kind of sitting there. And I remember riffing with them. I'm talking to them. And I'm talking about how I'm a comedian. I'm going back to California next week. And I'm an idiot and blah, blah, blah. They're laughing. I don't know if I'm making any sense. Also, <laughs> apparently, I'm texting you at the same time. Well, yeah. So you texted me being like, they gave me... um they gave me drugs, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm just going to stay at, at the end. I was like, I don't know how long this is going to be. I can't leave because yeah. I don't have the fucking parking ticket. Also, this is, was scary. So I'm talking to you. And then at one point you just, I was like, am I allowed to like be in there with you? I just want, I want to come in to make sure you were co- okay. And also I was fucking freezing <laughs> and you're like, I don't see any other visits. And then you go, I hope Elliot with two T's goes home. <laughs> 
So <laughs> I was still thinking about Drag Race because it was a Friday, and we were we were, we were like just about to watch about Drag Race after our lovely dinner. Yes. and I was like, oh my god! And even in my drugged up state, I was like, Elliot with two T's has got to go. Yeah. So you say, I hope Elliot with two T's goes home right after I go ask if I can come in, <laughs> and you go, no one around. I heard them announce the name and say no visitors. They kept saying that over the speaker. They kept saying, blah, 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 no visitors. No visitors. That's all I heard. Yeah. And I said, I want to be with you. And you're like, I know, but it's boring and gross. And I have a bag of puke on my lap. I did. <laughs> I had a bag of puke and it was mostly spit. And then I'm like, you're like, I love you. And I'm like, I love you too. I'm like, I'm waiting here. You're like, car on, you warm? I'm like, I'm freezing. <laughs> I don't want to keep it on too long and drain the battery. You're like, okay, throat camera is here. I think they'll get in there soon. I said, be safe. Love you, blah, blah, yeah. blah. That was when they wheeled up the thing. And then even as I was slightly druggy, they should not do this in front of me. There was a, a, an older woman and a younger woman. And the older woman was training the younger woman on how to work this machine. Yeah. And I was kind of like hazily staring at them. And they're like, okay, this is on. This is on. Great. Perfect. And then they're like about to set me up. And she's like, wait, wait, wait. Didn't you turn this on? And she's like, oh, no. And they're like, you have to turn that on first. And I'm like, Jesus. oh, my God. And you guys are going to be inside me in a second. Ugh. I mean, yes, you have to. So people have to learn sometime. But like. This is a good time to learn, I guess, because I'm But not. what if she didn't turn it on? Will you explode it? Anyway. I don't know what the button did, but it was an important button, and she messed it up at first. But they turned it on, and they turned everything else on. And then uh, they had to give me more drugs, apparently. Yes. Because I wasn't as sedated as they would like <laughs> the me report to report said difficulty with sedation or something like that. That like, was my I guess you have report. a high tolerance for drugs, so they just kept giving you stuff, and you're like, I'm fine. Yeah. The, the doctor at that point goes, do you drink? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, every day? I'm like... Well, we took like two days off this week, so that's something. He goes, well, if you're saying it like that, yeah. that means you drink all the time. Yeah. And then also <laughs> he's like, marijuana use? And I'm like, yeah, like pretty much every day. Uh, at that <laughs> point, he goes, okay. And I think that was their gauge on how many, how much drugs they should yeah. give me. And then they just come out with a big old horse needle. Yeah, so they horse needled me so more. So after uh, you said, okay, throat cameras here, I think I'll get in soon. I said, okay, be safe, love you, and all that. An hour and 15 minutes goes by. Really? And I, and I don't hear anything. Wow. It didn't feel like that long. Oh, yeah. Me neither. <laughs> um, so I'm in the car, frozen. I'm like, How, have they done the camera thing? And then, what's the tea? <laughs> <laughs> and how did it go? How are you feeling? And then, and I, I need you to know that each word is on a separate line of yes. the text. It says, I'm on spot of fentanyl. <laughs> and I say, <laughs> okay. And when can you leave? No answer. Talk to me, sweet pea. And you say, done. I'm, I think I'm ducks up still. I got meat taken out of me pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I talk like an old pirate, yeah. apparently. <laughs> and I go, that's good. And they're letting you leave now? And then I wait five minutes. I'm coming in. <laughs> five minutes later, I'm inside. And then Matt responds, think I come soon. And then just the soon emoji, which I've never seen. It's, <laughs> it's just like, an arrow over top of the word soon. It's like soon. And then it points to the right. Yeah. And I don't know what that means. <laughs> I've never touched that emoji in my life. I had to, I, mu I would have to have seek that out. No, when you, so when you type in certain things, like if I type right. in heart, a heart will come up. So you <laughs> soon. And then I went double soon. So I come in and at the, now there's like nobody in the waiting room. So I have to kind of like find a nurse and I'm like, hi. And, hello and she's like you need to see a doctor i'm like no my my husband just had a procedure done and he's on drugs and i can't get a straight answer <laughs> out of him and then she kind of like smirks she's like down the hall talk to that nurse they'll let you in yeah so i go in there i'm like hi i'm uh my my husband just had a procedure i say the same thing 
he's on drugs and he's not making sense. And she's like, drugs? Why is he on drugs? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, I'm just kidding. I'm like, oh, okay. I think that was probably the same one that thought that you killed me. For sure. Probably <laughs> the same one. That and, was, I should explain that. But, As I was going in, all of the nurses were like, you got steak caught in you. Who made the steak? I was like, my wife. And the, the, every single one, they were like, are you, is your relationship okay? Yeah. Is she are mad you at guys, you? Is she mad at you? Like, you think she killed me? Yeah. <laughs> like she's trying to kill me. Ah, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah, I think. Um, but so then I tell her, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, uh, she's like, what's the name? I'm like, uh, O'Brien. And she's like, oh, O'Brien's wife. She's like, like a steak. Doesn't he know how to chew his meat? And I'm like, I know. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, can't get rid of him that easily. Yeah, <laughs> like, see? Yeah. And I was like, and I don't know that she's already said all this stuff to you. I'm like, what? No. And yeah. I, I'm so frazzled. I've literally at this point, I've been in the car for four hours and minus 30. I'm like, I'm delirious. I'm like, I don't know. I'd been, I was bawling my eyes out in the car too. Oh. Especially when you're like, they think it might be an esophagus disorder. There was all sorts of things. I'm like, I'm going to die. Um, so then I go, she's like, follow the blue dots through these doors. He's in uh, room 12 or whatever. So I go, <laughs> I see you. And little Matt O'Brien, you're, yeah. a, you're a tall man. Yeah, you're a yeah. big enough man. And you're laying there in the bed and you look so small. <laughs> you look so small. I'm deflated. You look, honestly, you look like a deflated man. Yeah. And you're hooked up to everything. I had so many sticky hookies on me. And you're all loosey-goosey. And I'm like, as soon as I see you and your eyes are half shut and you go, oh, hi. And I'm like, hi. And then my every piece of water just flows to my eyes i'm like i'm like don't cry be strong for him it's fine and i'm like how are you feeling and you're like i'm fine they took mean out of me and i'm like yep and then you are like i wonder who's gonna get voted off drag race i I'm still like, wanted to know oh my god i still wanted to know if like, it was you elliot almost got voted off a planet let's yeah. relax a minute um well because <laughs> the way in my head the sequence of events was Fentanyl shot, okay, loosey-goosey, riff with the nurse nurses. It was like cocktail party, having a good time. And then all of a sudden, big video machine, and they're like, we need to get more drugs than this guy. And then they put a guard in my mouth so I wouldn't chomp down on the tube. And then tube went in once, tube went in twice. And then all of a sudden, everyone left. And <laughs> to me, it felt like it was like three minutes. But I think it was like... No, it was a while. It was a while that they were like digging around in there. Um, but then, because when you showed up, I was like, well, everyone's been gone for so long. Like, no one's been hanging out with me. Well, even when I came, it felt like nobody was around. No People one was would pass around. by, and then your machine would make weird beeping noises, and I'd be like, is this okay? And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Because like, my resting heart rate is low because I'm quite athletic, I suppose. Right. I have an, an athlete's heart rate, so it goes low. And I told them, I was like, I run a lot. So that it did feel like everybody was closing up for the night. Yeah. At this point, it's one a.m. ish. I um, felt like the last guy at a Red Lobster. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I'm looking around trying to find a server to be like, can we get one more drink, please? <laughs> or like, can I get my check? I don't know. You should ask for some fentanyl. Oh, my God. I would love some. Yeah, just yeah. drive us into the fucking canal. After <laughs> the fentanyl went in me, I know this is a big controversial thing. and I know people die from it. I'm like, oh, my God, I get it. Oh, God. Here's the thing. When people do coke, they don't want the fentanyl. They don't want the, it. No. The fentanyl yeah. is like a cheaper way to, to fucking cut it. But it with. was like, ooh, mamma mia. It was a nice well, time. Well, I'm glad you were having a nice time. Um, well, not entirely. <laughs> I mean, I definitely paid for my stakings. So eventually, um, the nurse comes back, or the doctor comes back. The, yeah. the gastroenteritis, whatever so the fuck he is. Gastro in 
gastronomer. The gastronomer comes yep. back. And he's talking to you. And because, by the way, Matt keeps trying to sit up and look around. I'm like, fucking lay back. You're attached to everything right now. That's Stop my go-to it. sedation thing. I told Julia this, that when I got my wisdom teeth taken out, that was my last time really under heavy sedation. And the second I woke up, I tried to run out of the room. Yeah, you just <laughs> My dad had to pin me down. <laughs> you're, like, I, it's, you're like, I think I'm fine. Yeah. And all the nurses are like, yeah, he can go, but just we have to wait a bit till like the drugs wear off. They're like, we pumped him full of a lot of shit. So the doctor comes. And he has like your chart and he has everything that happened and prescriptions and whatever. And he's talking to you and I'm standing right there. I'm like, hi, sir. Can you direct this at me? Because this man doesn't know yeah. what's up and down. I'm right now. literally Lisa and this guy with diamonds. Yeah. We all live in a little yellow submarine. He's like, this is, he's like, these are the foods you have to avoid. And this is what you have to do. And you're like, Aah. I'm a rainbow <laughs> God. <laughs> so they're like, we think it might be, um, eosinophilic gastro esophagitis esophagitis yeah which they're like because he had asthma as a kid and certain foods can trigger it more and blah 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 and they did a biopsy which by the way they should still call and someone should fucking talk to you we're yeah waiting on that um so they were like yeah they basically narrowed it down i guess they took a piece of my esophagus um i guess they asked me and they could have it it was all i wasn't doing anything with it anyway um but uh, to do some tests, and apparently what I have, yeah, is I have been diagnosed with eosinophilic esophagitis, mm-hmm. which is a a narrowing of the esophagus. It, also, I have rings in my esophagus as well, because when I was a kid, I had terrible, terrible asthma. Uh, so much, and I was telling Julia this, that uh, during class in like elementary school, I would have to be hooked up to like a machine. That's so crazy to and me. And in the corner of the room, and I didn't even think about it because I would do that at home. I'd be on this asthma machine kind of thing with a mask on just to get the juices flowing in me to, yeah. to make sure I could breathe right. And that was just normal to me. And then I was on an, an inhaler until I was like almost like 18. And then I just grew out of it. That's so fucked up. Yeah. And I remember... Like, I had my inhaler with me in college, too, just in case, because I was terrified. And then you just, like, grew out of it? Just because I was not having any symptoms of asthma again. And I remember I, th- I remember when I moved to Toronto. That's how long I finally threw out my inhaler. I was, like, so attached to this thing. I was, like... So that's how much uh, asthma medication went through me through most of my child life. Did you even have asthma to begin with, or were you, like, Huge misdiagnosed? Asthma. Okay. Yeah, I had asthma attacks or, like, crazy, the okay. worst thing, because you literally can't breathe, and you feel like the whole world's right. going to okay. collapse. Just making sure. So I had so much issues, and I guess that fucks up your esophagus over time, and I'm just getting it now. But, like I said, my thing's been narrow this whole time, and I didn't even think it was a thing. But I, the doctor d- did say it narrows over time. Yeah. He's like, so it narrowed over time, and he was also like, it was a big piece of meat a big piece of meat he's like it was the the fact he's like we couldn't well they had to go down with something they called rat forceps rat tooth forceps rat tooth forceps and cut it up (laughs) inside and then push it down yeah i think it uh, i picture the forceps shaped like a rat's head or it's a live rat rat and then the rat and the rat is now inside and you have always taken big bites and i always tell you to take smaller bites and you go shut up bitch and i I do not say that i do not say that at all (laughs) so either way i've been diagnosed with this I'm on a weird diet now. Um, yeah, I, they so they said to cut out eggs, wheat, dairy, soy, yeast, and nuts. Yes. Which is, you don't realize that soy is in fucking everything, everything. man. So luckily, you have a lovely wife yes. who knows how to cook and cares for you so much. So, so lovely. Uh, 
So I've, that's I've been cooking for you, and uh, that is lovely and nice. And what I, my question for you is: Do you think this story would get me on America's Got Talent? <laughs> is this a good enough? <laughs> Medical sob story to we, get me into the final round. I don't know. We always like because everybody on America's Got Talent. Like, if you're a fucking boring ass white person, which we are. Oh yeah. You need a bit of an angle to get on. Tiny throat. So you're like, I was born with a tiny throat, and then it got tinier. I don't know. Listen, if- I could pair it with the asthma. The asthma card I have not played yet. And I played it and on you, and I saw your face. I and ate were... a big steak, and I couldn't swallow it. Yeah, it truly is the king's disease. When I exactly. like, That's it's what like, I'm saying. This I don't succulent know. meat is caught in my throat. I got succulent meat caught in me. Um, we'll give it a shot. Yeah, I, we'll honest a shot. to God, am going to give it a shot. If there's tr- any reps from America's <laughs> Got Talent listening, if Howie Mandel is on the line. On the yes. line. Uh, Are you on the line? We got Howie Mandel on the line. We can hear his bald head over the phone. So why don't um, we quickly, out of this uh, lovely story... So oh, that's... Oh, wait. One yes. final thing I want to say. So in total, we're there for about... We got there at 8.30. Uh-huh. And we got home just before 2 a.m. Yep. I was in the car for most of that time. Sure. Freezing my... Took us. Pussy and tits there it off. Is. Okay. Pussy. Um, and the whole reason I didn't leave, A, I didn't want to leave you, and B, I'm like, well, I can't leave because I don't have the fucking parking ticket to let me out of this parking lot. As we go to leave, so I drive home. Um, also, my first time driving in a year. Yeah. Good for me. I was I was right there because with Matt you. Matt was fucked. Yeah. Um, we leave the parking lot, and the fucking parking arm, arm is open. It's open. You could have left the whole time. I could have left the whole fucking yep. time. It was so cold. We got home, showered. Yeah, put, put, put our hospital bed. clothes in the fucking washing machine because yeah. that's gross. And then I proceeded to have the greatest sleep of my entire life and snored like a banshee, yeah. apparently. Also had a very vivid dream that I was best friends with Joan Rivers. And oh, yeah. it was so real. And I had such a fucking fun time in yes, that dream. Yes, that's the night you dreamt about Joan Rivers and you yeah. being friends. And that's the night that I dreamt that I made it with Scarlett Johansson. So we got female leads Weird. in our brains. and. Who knows? So, so what's a quick warm and fuzzy and cold and stabby out of all this? My warm and fuzzy, A, is for frontline workers, of course. Yes. It should be this whole time. But when you experience what nurses go through and, and how they act and react and also the fact that I went into this hospital and didn't even have to think about money. Mm-hmm. is so warm and fuzzy to me and the fact that this happened in Canada yes. is, I'm so fucking Especially lucky. Especially because we're, we're like if this had happened two weeks later we wouldn't fuck. We'd, we'd be in California and yeah. it's, it's the timing of it as much as you're like fuck I can't believe this happened it's like thank God in a way this happened to me mm-hmm. also a testament to how bad America is with their healthcare they dilated and, and expanded my esophagus mm-hmm. because they're like and they even put that in the notes they're like because the patient said he was going to the States and we didn't want this to happen down there because of the healthcare down there kind of thing. Yeah, because we which don't know extra. about his access to healthcare. Yeah, which is extra nice. Like they yeah. went above, literally above and beyond and I cannot thank them enough. I keep trying to find emails of people. I don't even know, if, like, is that normal? Do you email these people that helped you at the hospital or is that are they just like just doing my job and then they get back I to I mean, like, I think they are just, obviously they are just doing their job. They're not, they don't wait like, oh my God, Matt O'Brien didn't send me flowers. What a bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like I should, but I am shouting out, I guess shouting out, shout, shout out, to, out to the people that say my life. Ottawa ER. Civic Hospital. 
the nurses, the doctors, everyone. Uh, that is very warm and fuzzy to That's me. That's where I was born. And also, let me tag a warm and fuzzy onto you as well, <gasps> my dear, sweet, me? beautiful, perfect wife, for being there for me, for transporting me to and from, and also for like as much as at, when they were like, you have to go on this weird diet. Immediately, I'm like, I don't need this. Fuck this. And then you stingently, stingent? Stingent? Stringent? Strictly? Strictly. Either way, you like took the reins on it. You researched it. And you know, you are fucking taking care of me. This is literally the sickness and health part of the marriage vows. It really is. I'm really living up to my and vows. And you are, you are uh, living the marriage vow fantasy right now. And you are serving me, perfect wife. Wow, this is my true fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, okay, what's my warm and fuzzy? My warm and fuzzy, um, yeah, again, yeah, frontline workers and how how much worse this this could have been. Yes. And It's warm of, and fuzzy that it could have been worse. Yes. Okay, I get it. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not that I didn't think you were going to die or anything but as soon as you're like it's this underlying condition and then I got I'm like well what does this mean for the future and it just sort of like reminded me of the preciousness of life and all that and and how much I love you and care for you and I'm like what would I do without you and then I got so like oh my god (laughs) and I guess just the the silver lining to all of this is yeah just having this happen before we went away and now we know what we're dealing with and now we're eating better (laughs) we are eating better and i feel fucking great actually we're eating better i mean i'm we're like matt took like a five six days off of drinking completely i needed wine to get me yeah i had a negroni the other night and i probably shouldn't have because my throat's been pretty raw after the old rat forceps have been in there that's it well that night we bought all the fixins to make negronis we're like we're gonna watch drag race we're gonna have the steak dinner and we're gonna make negronis because we never make cocktails yeah I, I think I said that to one of the... I said, said that to you. I was like, we were going to have Negronis tonight. Oh, yeah. Tonight. Finally, when the nurse is like <laughs> taking all the things off of you, um, you're like, we are going to have Negronis tonight. And she's like, I wouldn't m- recommend drinking tonight because he's on a lot of stuff. I'm like, like a- are you kidding me? Of course. And she said, I wouldn't recommend. I'm like... You should probably just say don't. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't even s- smell a Negroni, As sir. As I doinked up on fentanyl. <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah, they like to party. That's my warm and fuzzy. Also, it was Valentine's Day and a week. Because originally, our Valentine's Day plans were to have... I was going to make like a delicious steak au poivre with this like beautiful peppercorn sauce. Obviously, we nicked that. Yep. And instead, I made like a, a eosophilic-friendly chili... It was great. A nice Valentine's Day chili. The yeah. thing you want to eat on Valentine's Day is, is a bunch of beans. Get your holes moving yeah. with Valentine's Day chili. It was just, it was just, uh, it was cute. It was a nice time. And it's time. nice having you back in, in, in better shape. I'm back in better shape than I was when the meat was stuck in me. And I guess the cold and stabby would be uh, large pieces of meat. I think yeah. we're cold, pretty cold and stabby for me right now. Um, me not chewing enough. That is a cold and stabby. Um, eosinophilic, uh, esophagitis is cold and stabby for me right now. And, uh, also we'll throw asthma in there because this is the uh, origin of it all. Sure. If this was my origin story, if I was a superhero or super villain, what would be my super power from this? You can breathe fire. 
Yeah, that could be it. <laughs> I, I was thinking that maybe they expand my esophagus so large that, that I swallow could huge swallow dicks. anything, including huge dicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What's so funny? So uh, our neighbors across the way are uh, two gay gentlemen. And we saw them today for the f- or one of them f- today for the first time who follows Matt on Facebook, obviously, and saw his status update. And he's like, oh, my God. He has a southern accent. Uh, <laughs> he's like. It took me so much restraint not to comment something on meat stuck in your throat. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm surprised nobody made like a meat, like a a dick and throat comment. I kept saying it the whole time in the ER. And I think so much that they were like, please stop. We're not going to make the joke. Probably because the first time, the first (laughs) couple times that guys came in there with meat stuck in their throat, they for sure made it. But I think it happened so much there that they were like, we got got to get some new bits. And their new bit was, your wife is trying to kill you. Right, or they're Which like, honestly, bit. what's wrong with the what's wrong with meat in your throat? Why you don't you don't? That's like, true. You don't like meat in your throat. What, you don't like that lifestyle. What are you yeah. homophobic? I will say, yeah, the amount of uh, uh, dick in my mouth jokes were very bare minimum. Mm-hmm. which very much surprised me. So good for you, human race. Yeah, the it internet It seems like we're evolving. Up. We're definitely evolving. What is your is? Did you say a cold and stabby? I for didn't all say this? a cold and stabby. I mean, I guess I will take. Um, a page out of your book and yeah. say the actual cold because yeah. <laughs> that night was the fucking coldest I have ever, ever been. Yep. And because when we, we left so quickly and so I wasn't really dressed properly. I'm, I was wearing like Fabletics fucking yoga pants, thin socks. Yeah. You didn't dress like you were like, I'm going to be in a freezing car for a few yeah, hours. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. I was just like, Oh my God, we have to get out of here. Um, and and then I was crying and like my tears had soaked my my scarf and I was freezing. So yeah, my cold and stabby was th- the fucking Ottawa cold. Yep. And there's been snowstorms. It's just too fucking cold. It is so cold. I'm sick of being cold. Yes. Good cold and stabby. Very appropriate. And that is an appropriate podcast, yeah, I would say. That's the end of the podcast. And you know what's exciting? Wait. Wait. What? What? It's the 18th today. Yes. Next Thursday is... St. Higgins Day. Oh, my God. No, but we're leaving... I thought we were leaving on the 26th. We're leaving on the 25th, girl. Girl. Are we? Yes, we are. Because we're arriving on March 2nd. One, two, three, four, five. So I think we're supposed to leave on the 26th. 25th or 26th. We could leave either one. Anyway, if it's possible we will be... Our next podcast will be from a hotel in... Chicago? Outside Chicago, perhaps. Or we're actually waiting to hear back on uh, some commercial stuff. So yeah. it could, small chance, be from Toronto. Toronto. So we'll see. this is where we're at right now. Or it's Ottawa if we leave, if we decide to leave on the 26th. Yes. We're vagabonds and we ain't got no bones. Uh, we got, And one of us has a giant throat now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> giant. No, it's still small. It's small. It doesn't feel right still. But uh, it does feel right to plug where people can see us. So where people, where can people find you online? Where people can find me? Where people can find. People can find me uh, at Julia Comedy uh, on Instagram and Twitter, at Julia Comedian on Facebook and TikTok, and our podcast uh, at I T W Y W. That's right. I T W Y W podcast on Twitter and is this what you want podcast on Instagram. Oh, really? Wait, no. Okay, wait. Where can they find you, Matt? 
Uh, Matt underscore O'Brien on Twitter. Matt O'Brien on Instagram. That's pretty much it. YouTube.com slash Matt O'Brien if you want to see some of my videos. And uh, look for this uh, whole uh, meat stuck in my throat uh, story to be a new stand-up bit because that's what comedians do. They yeah. turn this shit into... I di- I literally did it on a Zoom show the next day and I think it went, it went okay. It went good. So See, now I need to get something stuck in my throat so I can have a new Hospital bit. visits are gold mines I mean, for I talked. I did bets. talk about it from my perspective exactly so you um, got some you got something from it I got something from it too and 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 uh like I said this a few episodes ago and I'm like yeah I'm like give us talk to us we like to hear from you and then we'll we'll shout you out on the podcast and then I rarely remember do. to do it yeah but one of our one of our power listeners uh Julia which by the way Julia same name uh it is my name it's the best name <laughs> Your last name is all kinds of fucked up, like mine, but I don't know if it's your real name. It's like Prisbilla or something. It's it's a lot of consonants, more than mine. Anyway, I don't know how to say your last name, but her and her husband are, have been big supporters of us, and they're always so nice. And she messaged me the other day, and she said, my husband sang the theme song to Is This What You Want podcast this morning, totally unprompted. And That's I was nice. like, damn, they have made an impact on us. That's nice. I'm like, oh, oh my God. yay. I'm like, I love it. Sang by none other than Rodrigo <laughs> Fernandez Stoll, star exactly. of Kim's Convenience. Exactly. We, we A famous man made our song. A famous man made and our song. And she's like, ha, it turns out all we wanted was a catchy theme song. Hey, is now. Is this what you want? I think ARL it is. Star. It's been one week. No, Get no. Paid. Anyway, I'm Dr. Bare Naked Lady. Yes, and I'm in a nude man. Uh, signing off thanks for listening everyone we love you more meat stories next week hopefully not we'll meet you soon